Oh, what's up, my ladies and my gents? It is the O Rathlin Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Today, we're talking about John Cena, the GOAT, as most people will call him. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all platforms. How do you feel about John Cena, the sightless one, the invisible man, the, <laughs> the guy you can't see? I don't know what else to call him. Um, in many people's eyes, he is the greatest of all time. That's, uh, you know, a term that's thrown around willy-nilly, even by me. I said it in one of the earlier episodes about, uh, you know, Molly Holly and all the women wrestlers who was the GOAT. But John Cena definitely does fit into the category of one of the greatest of all time. He literally held the company up for like 10 years or something. Um, Vince strapped the titles to him and said, you know, now you're the face of the company. And because of that, uh, John Cena has said in many interviews that he owes everything to Vince, so much so that Vince still owns his the rights to his real name, well, WWE. Uh, but yeah, Vince, and it's um, and he and he said he was glad to have him do it. He'll you know continue to allow WWE to make money off of his name in perpetuity, forever, because he he believes that uh, without them, he would not have all the success and fame and money and. Uh, the ability to do so much charity work and whatnot. So uh, I, that is all to say that John Cena is a company guy. He is a company man. He shows up. He does his job. He puts on the shows. He puts butts in seats. And then he goes home. And now he's on that uh, special attraction contract, the Legends contract, I would assume, pretty soon, where he shows up once a year and kind of puts on you know, some big marquee match goes away, does his whatever. And then at some other point, he'll show up again in his colorful outfits and pop the crowd. But if you go back to when John Cena first uh, debuted, and this is a weird feeling for me because I was there, not there. I was, I was watching his debut when he came out and uh, challenged Kurt Angle uh, on the main roster. And I can mentally track his entire career from being, you know, a nobody on SmackDown to becoming the, you know, thugonomics guy, the rapper, to kind of parlaying that into the hustle, loyalty and respect type of dude. And the trajectory was very, very slow, methodical, strange. And again, it's like, you watch the building of kind of a, a WWE legend. It it's bumpy, but to see Cena now as being this like, for lack of a better uh, analogy, Hulk Hogan esque figure for I would say a generation prior, not really right now, but you know the generation before. It's interesting because people didn't like John Cena when he came when he first came on the scene. I mean, he was a heel, which is always fun to to hear people say, "John Cena should have gone heel." I was like, "John Cena was heel for years when he was doing his uh thugonomics rapping and cutting promos on people, doing uh, what I would only call uh slam poetry. At he wasn't rapping. He was he was doing a Will uh, William Shatner-esque uh, live read of a poem at his opponents. But I digress. 
Uh, he was a heel. He was the bad guy. People would boo him. He would come out and say wild stuff to people, and nobody liked it. And he he got over by just committing to that sort of I'm gonna make you know raps about these people, and then eventually he did turn face. But yeah, he wasn't like the most well liked person. Uh, in it wasn't until really really late. Not really really late. That's unfair. It wasn't until later in his career where people started to kind of get on board with the rap and they kind of got used to his cadence and like his moveset, like I said with Stone Cold, he he refined his moveset really well down to a, a few core moves that, you know, could pop the crowd. And you can see where that ended up when he showed up on SmackDown to help uh, KO wrestle uh, the Usos, I believe. Uh, he did like just three or four of the moves and then he closed out the the match he did he did his four things kind of what roman does with his you know uh, spear and his, the, the superman punch and whatnot so i watched cena like refine that move set get down to the basics win every damn title in the company multiple times and then the, the i think one of his better runs was his u.s title run where he introduced the open challenge back into the US title picture. And just every week, John Cena would just take on a new person for the belt and he would put that title over. It was a great time for the US title because John Cena, again, he was the face of the company. And because he wasn't in the, the, the main title picture, it didn't mean that he couldn't still put stuff over. So of course, he, like I said, he is a company guy. He would do whatever was told and he was told to put that that title over but he still did it he's, he did it and he did it in a way that you know it didn't feel forced it, it felt like he's like well i got this u.s title i respect this title and to show how much i respect it i'm going to give everyone in the locker room a chance to take me on for this title to prove that i am the best u.s champion around so yeah john cena in my uh in my time watching wrestling was the person who introduced the kind of weekly challenge for the title which is now being kind of promoted for the intercontinental and u.s title like that's the thing like every week someone will come out and kind of challenge for it on on regular tv it's not really the pay-per-view quote-unquote title so john cena was the guy who made that popular in my sort of watching of that stuff uh in terms of people not liking john cena i think it was an older generation that wasn't really digging him. I mean, like I like they said, he was for kids. He, when he got really into his hustle, tea, hustle, loyal, loyalty and respect. Uh, he was very colorful. Very, what did what did the Rock call him? A, a box of fruity pebbles, <laughs> which was again a fantastic line from the Rock. Um, but also true, he was a very colorful individual because he was appealing to a younger generation. So. All the jaded adults, which I have become, uh, were booing him and yelling, John Cena sucks. John Cena sucks. But it, he was still moving merch. He was still the most loved, beloved wrestler on the roster because, again, they were aiming for a younger audience. And that younger audience loved John Cena. They loved him. Uh, especially, like like I said, he's just very poppy and colorful in a, in a sea of just like angry looking professional wrestlers. Uh, again, that's why Bailey was so over because she was that like John Cena esque uh, 
flavor to her character, the the hugger, right? Um, very poppy, very professional wrestling. Uh, today, yeah, they're not you know the same. Uh, I think John Cena now he's nearing the end. The ender, man, I am having a really hard time talking today. He's ha- he's nearing the end of his career, and this WrestleMania match he's going to have with Austin Theory, I assume will be you know decent. It'll be all right. Again, John Cena is old. His his body doesn't work like it used to. And like I said in SmackDown, like he he has the the stamina for a couple of moves. I'm sure he's been training for this WrestleMania match. He's still training to get ready for it. I'm not, you know, putting anything on him saying he's going to do a bad match. But again, he's getting old. He's getting up there. But he's doing the he's doing the work, right? He's he's putting over the next generation. And Austin Theory really is, for better or worse, he's got all the tools to make you know next generational talent. Um, he's his mic skills have gotten better. His in-ring work is always fantastic. And depending on who you pair him up, pair him up with, he does a really, really good job of telling a story in the ring. Just go watch his match with Edge or watch his match with Seth Rollins, one of them. Um, he does great. So John Cena being the guy to kind of put him over on the grandest stage of them all will be, uh, you know, a labor of love for the guy. What, what's the old saying? You have to go out on your back. Because he's going to lose. He can't win that title. It doesn't make sense for that old man to beat up Austin Theory. Because how how do you build a character from there? Anyway, what do you think of John Cena? Do you remember his debut? His ruthless aggression against Kurt Angle? Let me know in the comments if you are a John Cena stan. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. Tell two friends. And don't you ever forget I'm your friend. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah!